Morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning Five here on Friday, November thirtieth, twenty eighteen. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. Jay Book, Ohio State is favored by fourteen and a half points at last check over Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship game tomorrow night. Uh, just how do you view this matchup, and how do you expect it'll play out? Yeah, I think uh, Ohio State is really going to show out in this matchup. I don't think Northwestern matches up well with them at all. Ohio State's going to be on a fast track. They have all the motivation in the world. I know this football team has been through a ton uh, this year, and this is an opportunity to finish um, the season with a Big Ten championship. And if you'd have told me uh, with all of the drama that's going on, that this team has a has an outside shot to make it into the playoffs and and be and beat the brakes off Michigan and become Big Ten champions. I'd have said sign me up any day, um, and that's kind of where we're at right now. And if you look at this game, Northwestern, they're a gritty team. They they really don't have uh, the explosiveness that you saw from Purdue or, or Maryland to spread Ohio State out and gash them. Um, they're a tough team, but I just don't think. Um, style-wise, that they match up with Ohio State at all. Once Ohio State really gets going and, and they start putting their speed guys in space, I just think it's going to be very difficult for Northwestern to slow down this offense. Now, presuming Oklahoma beats Texas, and let's say it's not like by a last-second field goal and the Oklahoma doesn't look terrible. Let's say Oklahoma doesn't blow out Texas. Let's say Oklahoma beats Texas by like 10 or 7. Does Ohio State need to blow out Northwestern to get in the college football playoff? I think they will need to blow them out. I think they need, I think they have to blow out Northwestern regardless of what happens to have a shot because if you've watched this playoff committee comments and watched them on TV this week, they consistently contradict themselves when it comes to their criteria and their matrix on what they're grading people on. And one segment, they will say, Oklahoma's offense is historic, um, and they're going to give a pass for their defense. The next segment, they will come out and say Ohio State's defense is the problem. Um, their offense is carrying the weight. Ohio State offense is ranked number two right behind uh, Oklahoma. And the thing, Dave, that really um, rubs me the wrong way about this playoff committee is, okay, Oklahoma's offense is great and you're giving them a lot of love and a lot of respect. But they're going against Big 12 defenses. Of course they're going to put up uh, numbers. If Ohio State's offense was going up against Big 12 defenses, just think about how how much better it would actually be. Ohio State is doing what they're doing against Big 10 defenses, which across the board is vastly more improved than the Big 12. And, and Ohio State doesn't get any credit. So I think just going into this Big Ten championship game, regardless of the outcome, you got to lay the wood to Northwestern. The thing, I agree with you, just because of everything the committee says, even though it shouldn't be that way, I, but you're saying what 
will happen, not necessarily what should happen, and I agree with you. Here's what gets me, man. A couple things. Um, I posted this on Twitter. I posted this on our site. Oklahoma has the number one total offense in the country. Awesome, right? Number one total offense in the country. Ohio State has the number two total offense in the country. An elite offense for Ohio State as well. Okay, defensively, Ohio State has the number 67 total defense. It's pretty bad, right? 67th in the country in total defense. Oklahoma has the number 111 total defense in the, in, in the country. 111th in the country in total defense. I mean, it's just staggering the, dif- the difference when you look at that. One spot different in uh, total offense and you know, 34 spots different in total defense. You know, Ohio State's two best wins are better than any of Oklahoma's wins. Now, we know Ohio State's loss to Purdue is way worse than Oklahoma's loss to Texas, but, you know, unpack all that for me. You know, when you look at Ohio State's defense compared to Oklahoma, you look at Ohio State's two best wins compared to any of Oklahoma's wins. I mean, it's just, just it, it gets me going. Yeah, I personally think the playoff committee is cooking the books here, and, and they're ranking teams to pretty much uh, qualify who they want to in this playoffs, I personally think they have their minds already made up. You mentioned um, this, the rankings of the offense and the defense. Ohio State is getting absolutely clobbered by the playoff committee because of their defense and their rankings, yet Oklahoma just gets a pass. Ohio State has better wins. I would be okay if the playoff committee just came out and said, listen, Ohio State was inconsistent um, all year. Whereas Oklahoma, we, we knew what we were getting from them. And on top of that, we have Ohio State behind Oklahoma because that Purdue loss in our eyes is unacceptable, and we just can't look past it. If they just came out and said that, everybody would understand, like, okay, you, you, don't, you can't lose to Purdue. You know, I will say that now. You can't lose to Purdue that way. But that's not what the playoff committee is coming out and speaking. They're just pretty much, you know, making up a criteria as they go along. So to me it's frustrating um, watching this process because it's a week-to-week standard. Last year, what did they say during this time? Ohio State and Alabama, they're so close. They're razor thin. Ohio State beats Wisconsin, top five team in the Big Ten Championship. Should they have blown them out? They probably could have. That's a different uh, conversation. While Alabama – is watching at home. That following uh, Sunday, we felt that Alabama was unequivocally better than Ohio State. Well, just this past week, they were razor thin. And and Alabama didn't even play in the SEC championship, but all of a sudden they're unequivocally better. That's just kind of the the things that rubs me the wrong way with this playoff committee, how they be talking, uh, you know, one week, one certain thing, then the next week is completely different. They just pretty much make up what they want to on the fly to justify their rankings. And by the way, I'm still bad at math. Ohio State is not ranked 34 spots higher than Oklahoma defensively. They're ranked 44 spots higher. Oklahoma, again, number 111 total defense in the country. Ohio State, 67th. So Ohio State's you know, historically bad defense is actually way better than Oklahoma. So We'll see what happens. You're right, though. They just got to take care of business against against uh, Northwestern. The Buckeyes do. Um, you know, I don't think it has to be 59 to nothing, but I agree. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Tar 
American back to four years ago, but I think uh, they definitely need to blow him out. Um, let's move on to the awesomeness of Dwayne Haskins. I mean, I'm now seeing, you know, Mel Kuyper has him 11th on this big board and said he might be even underrated. He might end up being the number one quarterback in this draft. You know, some people said, well, shouldn't he come back to Ohio State? I, whatever you think about that out there, like if you think he should or should, he's not coming back. I mean, that's my opinion, but if, you know, if you believe me, he's not coming back. So plan on that. He will go pro, and I think he should. I think he will be the number one quarterback taken. The kid from Oregon, please, like, uh, you know, Hebert, I mean, give me a break. I mean, you know, Locke from Missouri, no. I mean, they, Haskins will be the number one quarterback taken. He shattered all these records this year. And he's, you know, it's crazy, Jay Book. He's going to end up breaking Joe Germain. He's already breaking, broken Joe Germain's record for, you know, single season passing yards at Ohio State. He's going to end up breaking that mark by like over a thousand yards. Like, and probably well more than a thousand yards. He's like already over four thousand, and the record was thirty three hundred and thirty. He's obviously broken all of Drew Brees's, you know, Big Ten records as well. But you know, I'm, I'm seeing all this stuff about Haskins. Just curious, your take on Haskins, the, the season he's having, and him perhaps being the number one quarterback taken in NFL, in the NFL draft. Yeah, just touching base on the season that uh, he's had thus far. It's historic. It's been amazing to watch. Um, the guy has just pretty much gone about his business like an elite-level quarterback this year. Um, you know, I know you put on the message board that what we're seeing from Haskins uh, this year leads you to believe that he should have been playing uh, quarterback last year for this team, even though Barrett was here. Um, nothing to take away from JT, but Haskins is just a phenomenal talent. And I agree with you in, 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 with that opinion. And what we're seeing from Dwayne this year, I don't know if we're going to see that again for a very long time. As you mentioned, he's about to break the school record by a thousand yards or so. He's just been phenomenal. I mean, the guy just has ice in his veins. He he stands in the pocket tall. If we can get him to slide a little bit better, that's the only you know thing that you can gripe about his game. When it comes to the NFL draft. I agree with you. I think he is the number one quarterback off the board this year. Is going to be a weak year. Uh, the Oregon kid, he's even uh, hinted that he may come back um, to Oregon, and he's dinged up. I'm, so that's going to be something to watch. But I know Monday morning quarterback, they specifically talked to NFL evaluators, and they had Haskins going in the first round, number 15 to the Denver Broncos. And they're saying that pretty much um, the feedback is that he's NFL talent. The NFL evaluators, uh, I'm sorry, first-round NFL talent, that's going to be his grade once they uh, hand out those grades after the season. So I think he's gone. I'm I'm very appreciative of what he's done this year. I mean, he's put this team pretty much on uh, the offense on his back whenever the running game was non-existent. And it's just a magical season. I appreciate everything that he's done for this program. Um, and I, it's going to be sad that we only get one year of him. Yeah, bittersweet that we're only going to get to see him as one season for Ohio State starting quarterback. But at least we got this magical season from Dwayne Haskins. He's been so much to, so much fun to watch. It's going to be fun watching him. And he's got at least two 
Ohio State games left, maybe three this season. So um, it, it ain't over yet, my friends. Great stuff as always from Jonah Booker. Thank you very much, Jay Book. And thank you to all listeners out there for tuning in the show. Hope you have a great day and a great weekend. Enjoy the Big Ten Championship game tomorrow night, Bucknutters. Let's show that Buckeye swag, best in band in the land. Five, 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 five.